0: You're now rocking with the Mainline Podcast, your source for entertainment, culture, travel, sports, and entrepreneurship. And now your host, me, Main. Yo, welcome to another edition of the Mainline Podcast. I'm your host, maine back with one of my homies, one of my recurring guests, one of my brothers from another mother. My boy, Billy D, a.k.a. Graffy, back in the booth. What's up, baby?
1: Yes, sir, man. What's going on, man? Got, man. I got a little more presence. Presence here, um, experience, experience, (laughs) uh, podcaster. Yeah,
0: yeah, first, first time back on the show, You know what I'm saying? So definitely have to get you back on, especially now that you're in album mode. What's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Not much, man. Uh, yeah. So you know, since the last time we talked, and like the music, you know, you come back, come back, coming back to the states, the music and the way that you want to write emotionally just changes. So uh, instead of me doing an album first, you know, I was like, I'm going to do an EP and kind of just gain, you know, build my, build my, no not say fan base, but just my, my family. I want people to feel like they're emotionally connect to the music. So uh, I just said, I'm going to do this EP first, you know, and drop a track, drop a track a month. EP going to be called Ramblin' of a Cloud Ninja. You know, if you watch, you know, and it's, it's kind of low-key an anime reference, yeah. but... Uh, you know, if, if you watch Naruto, then you get the, you get the, uh, the reference. <laughs> shout out, shout out to, shout out to the Leaf, man. Shout out to the Cloud Ninjas, man. <laughs> don't need, do black folks out there,
0: man. Definitely.
1: Shout out to the Cloud Ninjas, so. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, I got the idea, bro, about watching Naruto, because I haven't finished Naruto, and my no my, my, my anime folks like, you haven't finished with Naruto, but I got that idea, uh, Cause I'm not gonna go too much into the names, but there's a there's a clown in a black clown and he just always rambles, man. He just, you know, he'll take one situation yeah. and he'll just keep, he'll keep rambling about that situation till they just going deeper and deeper. And I was like, man, that that dude's brain kind of works like mine. Yeah. And then I just thought that would be like
0: a dope name for like an EP. So well, you kind of, and then the, you kind of had a song, I went, right? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The Killer B, Killer B flow. Yeah, killer
1: beef flow, man. I I made that I made that track and yeah, right after I thought about the name of that jump. But I had a song uh I made called Wave and it was uh had some anime references in it. And I'm like, dang, let me let me throw that." And then you know, it just kind of it just kind of came together and I knew that I could make any anything like once you, you know talking about rambling your which my mind kind of works like that mm. is that you can connect so many things. And have different songs, and like it's just based off of emotionally how I feel. That's how I make music. So then you get foggy bottom,
0: definitely, you know, which, foggy which, bottom. Which is which is the new track that we uh we're definitely gonna break down today, and just give the audience. I mean, I've been following on um on your social media, and you, you got a nice little little following, and people showing so yeah. much love, and and giving you the opportunity, all of all by word of mouth.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know, man, that it's it's hard. Like music is you, you make music, especially like when you're really passionate about writing, those are like your babies. Mm. So, you know, I have been hoarding my babies. Like
0: yeah.
1: I'm sharing with some people. You know, I share with you. I share with some folks like, uh, you know, real close to me. We like, need to drop, these. to drop, these. drop. So Foggy Bottom, the rollout, you know, just me understanding that the artistry and behind like promotion and all this stuff behind it. Like you need to get yourself four weeks. But I gave myself, like, a week, like, once the engineers sent me Foggy Bottom, I was still, like, working on those small stuff. Mm. I was like, okay, Foggy Bottom dropped next Sunday. Someone did it drop, in Black History Month. and the Black History went, yeah. just because yeah. of the, the story behind me writing it, and and I was so surprised, you know, just, like, I was so happy with just how the support came, you know, because, like, even just making my Facebook page, and my, I'm not that big on Instagram, but my Facebook, I'm usually, I was on, you know, I've been on for a while, so first week, you know, I got like, Three hundred followers on there. I'm like, dang! Like I was so very first song drop. I had three hundred followers on there, then Instagram. You know, of course, it's a lot slower. And man, it was just a learning experience of the album, I getting the album art done. And then a really close friend of mine, Brittany Stack. I was like, did shout amazing on the album art. That album art was great. man. Shout out to Stack, man. It was it was phenomenal, man. I just like vomited a bunch of ideas to her. And then she came up with that, and I was like, "Man, this is like perfect for the song." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. You know, so yeah, the support has been amazing, man. And uh, I hit 1K. I gave myself a month. I was like, I told my wife, I said, "You know, this is my first song. I don't, I don't think that I'm going to hit a thousand streams in maybe like two months." You know, and I hit that my first thousand streams in like three days. I think the middle of the third day, I was like. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that was a big deal for me. I know 1,000 seems so low with the amount of streams people get nowadays, but, but a week notice, you know, and, and like a little promo that I did do, you know, 3,000 every day, and that one is
0: amazing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yep. That's definitely definitely a blessing to, to, to have that much impact in, in three days, man. So, Especially yeah. just, you know, cause you were, like you said, just following your dream and just throwing it yeah. out there, you know, hopping it on faith, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real.
1: Yeah, it was it, it was tough, man. It was tough to, even when I was making it and then, you know, the follow start happening, I still I started getting a little nervous. I was like, dang, I feel like these people hear this music and, you know, are they going to feel like I feel right in it? Because, you know, just a little background on Foggy Bottom, <laughs> I started writing that song, I finished that song in two two hours, two hours altogether. Mm. I wrote like four bars of it the night before I started recording it and I heard the beat. And uh, it was based off of, of course you know, the Capitol riots and I was like feeling like, really yeah. feeling certain ways about that. And then uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was coming out. Yeah. And I knew a lot about Fred Hampton, man, growing up in Chicago and even, um, you know, benefiting from the Free Meals pro- uh, program. When I was younger, yeah. you know, that stuff kind of went on for, you know, that, that program went on for a while. I think it might, I don't know if it's still going on today, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, that was a basis off a lot of, so, a basis off a lot of social programs for, for the U.S. So I, I knew about Fred Hampton when I was younger and i the Black Panther Party, uh, being older and even reading the, reading the dissertation for Huey Newton for his Ph.D. man. Like, so a lot of that stuff, uh, drove me right in this. You know, and then I came across the uh, audio for you know "Revolution Will Be Televised" by Gil Scott Heron, yeah. and it, man, it that was just like perfect, like that one when you, when you when you start playing the song, we start breaking on the lyrics. That first beginning, man, like it was like it all came together because I put that audio on the on the beginning. I was like, bro, this is about to be this it. Yeah. Like this, is the first one I got to release. Type feel like I got to release this. One. Like they gonna they gonna they gonna like this.
0: One. Nice. nice. <laughs> Yeah. So the, I, I know you, you called me up and, um, you know, the purpose of today, we wanted to break down, um, just the lyrics and, and, and your thought process of the song, because there's a lot yeah. of aspects in the song. And I, I, you know, I'm a, I listen to, to music like three times. I got to listen to it in a mm-hmm. car. I got to listen to it in my headphones and I got to listen to it, um, in my house, my house speakers. Um, yeah. And so you just catch little things differently and, how it plays in your ears in different ways and stuff. So I'm curious on some of the bars that you, that you have in here, what your thought process was and how you wanted it to resonate with the people that are listening to it. So, right. um, yeah, I'm excited to get into the foggy bottom, uh, breakdown as we call it, the breakdown of the fog. Yes,
1: bottom, sir. I'm, I'm glad that man, happy that you're going to be able to host, man. That's what I was like. When I first thought about doing, it, I'm like, man, I gotta call the main line, man. Both this breakdown for me, man. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, without further ado, um, let's go ahead and let it rock for a little bit, and you just let me know um, where you want to break it down. If I hear something, I just want to, I'll, I'll stop it and be like, "Hey, show, me, tell okay. people what that means, man." So yes, here's sir. Foggy sure. Bottom by Graffy, uh, dropped in February of 2021. It's on uh Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, most of your uh top DSPs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Cool, babe. Yep. Here we go. A lot of times people see, 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 battles and skirmishes on TV, and they say, aha, the revolution is being televised. Nah, the results of the revolution are being televised. I got these indie
1: so yeah, so that first, the first intro, right? Yep. Like I'm all about, <laughs> you know how they, when you write, they always say the attention grabber. Yeah. yeah. So the first, those first two bars are attention grabbers, man. Like I got these idioms on lock to lock in capital. Snowflakes couldn't weather the storm. So storm the capital. Mm. So I'm all about like layering it, layering tracks, and then layering um, um, uh, just words, right? So you know, connecting of words and trying to make you know double entendre, triple entendre, as metaphor, assemblies, personifications, whatever I can to put in there. So the capital riot in itself, man, you think about it, that's it was just like a play on words of snowflakes, because even when you know you think about the political aspect of uh, Hillary Clinton losing, Donald Trump winning, uh, and then they was calling when the folks, you know, left the snowflakes because they had safe spaces and da da da. Mm-hmm. And then you go four years in the future, they couldn't they couldn't fathom the okay. fact that, you know, on this opposite spectrum that their you no know, political candidate didn't win and they went to the extreme exactly. and storing the Capitol yeah. on some straight terrorist shit. <laughs> like that's really what it is, bro. <laughs> it ain't no extreme. Right. It's like that's terrorism, bro. Like you you know, you terrorizing. So I, I felt like you couldn't you couldn't weather the storm, right? You know, you say you weather the storm, then snowflakes couldn't weather the storm. So storm the capital. Like I just put all those put all that wordplay into um into into play to emphasize the magnitude of what what had happened. Yeah. And and how I felt about it. Like damn, like y'all that, you know, yeah. you 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 guys are snowflakes. And, you know, <laughs> so you wouldn't you were in the store in the Capitol building. Like, that shit, is, that shit is so wild to me, man. I can't even, like, I couldn't even imagine. When I was watching, I was like, wow, Dude, look this at these is,
0: This is really
1: happening. You know, and Dave Chappelle had a great line about the same people who told Kaepernick uh, not to kneel for the flag. We watched them beat police officers with American flags. Mm. You know, so death. I feel like that was a perfect attention grabber, man, definitely, into the song. Definitely, yeah.
0: definitely
2: and leg to hunt for impossible y'all abolished all logic to frolic this shit was comical i promise you these crooks don't intend to acknowledge you grinning in they sleep like sheesh this plan phenomenal we we'll are turn them against each other they'll cut off their mothers she so yeah we think about that, that was... So
1: yeah so you think about that line man uh you know they risk an arm and a leg to hunt for impossible y'all abolished all logic to frolic that shit was comical is that the aspect of the whole thing is funny, right? The, 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 know you always deaf on people. You don't wish, you know, that people wouldn't got hurt, but the, but the whole aspect of it is funny to me because exactly how these people feel, they, they went and did the extreme after, after saying the opposite, you know, saying like, hey, you know, this is now your president. This is what it is. Now it's the opposite. And then it's a play on words because, you know, you're talking about Mission Impossible, Ethan Hunt, mm-hmm. uh, and this was a mission impossible. And then, you know, so I said, you know, risk and harming the legs to hunt for impossible. And then abolished all logic to frolic, you know, just to think that using common sense, you just got rid of all this common, you just rid yourself of common sense to go in there and to <laughs> to frolic about, to to do something clownish. You just rid yourself completely of common sense. And that's why I said that this shit is comical. It's still a play on the words of saying, you abolish that logic when you think about a, a clown they're just, oh, slipping on banana pills, doing falling on the ground. You know what I mean? They abolished all logic to start a lot of their frolic. This shit is comical. You know, I promise you, these crooks don't intend to acknowledge you. Grinning in their sleep like, sheesh, this plan phenomenal. We'll turn them against each other. They'll cut off their mother. She's not a part of the hive. Mind you, Bendis, mama, so fuck you. So that is, you know, and I want something that's important about this song is that it's, it's talking about the grand scheme of how, how we all look at each other and that feeling. So, it's not only talking about extreme right is the right aspect of uh, the politics or whatever, but it's also talking about the extreme left of, of saying, you know, somebody have a difference of opinion, calling them racist or calling them, you know, bigot or calling them whatever, mm-hmm. um, by and not having that uh, constructive conversation. So, um, these people who, who, who feel like they they can puppet human beings, you know, and, and turn us to puppets and turn us against each other. They are happy, you know, like to to split us apart, definitely. To, to Con- be able to contra- conquer our mind, Contro-
0: controversy sells. Uh,
1: exactly, exactly. Divide and conquer. They always say that, and that's exactly what's happening instead of us having conversations. Mm-hmm. Which, and you're left, you're right, you da da da, and not having conversations. And they're happy. That's why he said, "Grinning in their sleep." Like sheesh, just playing phenomenal. Yeah. But turn them against each other, they'll cut off their mothers. People who've been cut off family members if they disagree with them, obviously politics You know, yeah, 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 wild man. So you know, you're not a part of, and I and I, it's like hive mind thinking. So I use that playing word. You're not a part of the hive. Mind your business, mama. So fuck you. You know, so gotcha. it, it kind of all played into each other. So everybody's kind of getting that brunt of how I'm feeling. Like, hey, you know, you you guys ain't doing too well, but hey, you're not doing too well over here either. Like we we need to have that conversation. And I was just really frustrated that we couldn't have that conversation without pointing fingers or you know. I ain't never cut anybody off because they had a different political thought process to me. I've cut people off because they've been disrespectful, you know, the people, family, friends. That's when I'm like, all right, bro, like, you know, you, 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 you know, you no longer get to be attached to my family or to myself, but not because we have a difference uh, of opinion
0: when it comes to, you know, what's the betterment of us as a a country, as a people, you know. That's the reason behind that. Definitely, definitely feel you on that one. Definitely. There we go.
2: Y'all don't understand the planet of man I mean, look how quick they jump ship like Lieutenant Dan
0: So that one right there like I think that that's my my that was my, my, <laughs> that was my, com- my com- Comedic relief when I was listening to the song. I think I actually literally laughed out loud when I was uh, when I was driving to work. I was like this fool crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. But but it's
1: I like a little comedy yeah, in there, yeah, you know?
0: Oh yeah. yeah. And quick, to, and quick to quick to jump ship, um, I think that's that's the a plight with people. Period. Um, right. I was watching the uh, Adesanya fight last night, and I, in the post game interview, he was like, "Yeah, man, I lost, but if you want to get off the train, get off. This was just I'm just stopping for gas. You know what I mean? You either with me, and we can keep mm. going, or wow. or you get off the train." And so that when I uh heard that last mm-hmm. night it kind of resonated with the song this morning, you know, like y'all quick to jump ship when when you know, when I'm high, y'all with me, but when something goes low, y'all quick to jump ship. You know what I mean? So that was my, my, my take yeah. on that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and and it's a it was it was definitely that that um that thought process behind it, but it was also like you seen towards the end of uh, you know, this this administration, like they always, they was ready to say, okay, no, then we not with this person anymore. We not with this this political, you know, candidate anymore. Right. Everybody's just abandoning them, folks. They abandoning them. But right? you know, then now they're now they're all against them, and then now, it should to me, it would have been a light bulb moment. Mm. That would have been a light bulb moment for me. It's like look how quick they jumped ship. Like Lieutenant Dan. I mean, you know, of course, Forrest Gump. You seen Lieutenant Dan? He jumped off the, you know, jumped off. The, Mm -hmm. off the the boat and you know swam and then i use that again connect i usually try to connect the words and left you with no leg to stand because you know obviously dan didn't have he was in a wheelchair left you with no leg to stand like (laughs) it's like that was to me that was like it look at them man they they jump they 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 pretty much said we're not with them folks anymore after playing with your emotions and playing with your you know putting that media Yeah. yeah for four years manipulating you to think that these people are enemies to be able to go in there feel like you can go and whether that you know restoring the capital or uh go out and and and, and you know do some malicious activity to anybody who's opposite of you and then they'll be like okay never mind now we now we're not with those folks no more because we got what we wanted like mm-hmm. that should have been a light bulb moment for a lot of those folks um and that's that's what I and I like to put a little comedy because I like I love satire okay. I love satirical con uh, content so for me, that was that was a funny, funny moment, and that for me, that's a humor. Definitely, definitely. Let's see
2: what we got when no leg to stand, they turn attention to traders with diamond hands. Propaganda say that they tie a plan quick to put a stop to the game when they have the losing hand. Giant corporations are used to dumping the little man money. Man,
0: yeah, if that ain't the yeah. true. That ain't the truth, bro. <laughs> It's all
1: connected, man. So you know, you go after uh Left leg to stand and turn attention. They turn attention to traders with diamond hands. Propaganda say that they Taliban quick to put a stop to the game when they have the losing hand. Dying corporations are used to something the little man. All that is connected to you know what's been going on, especially like what comes when it comes to uh, free trade and 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 and, and the everyday trader mm. and everything that have with that short short squeeze with GameStop. Mm. Um, and for everybody who, you know, might not, might not know what that, what that is, it's just, you know, people trading the stock market who are, you know, everyday traders, not those think about what wall street suits up there. And they're uh, pretty much, I don't want to go too much and far into the stock aspect of it, but they're betting that a stock goes down and, you know, you have a group of people called wall street bets, um, a Reddit thread and they just bought the stock. And so if the stock wouldn't go down, you know, and I'm, I'm doing a b- very basic overview of it, and that caused the stock to go up and in these, in these corporations to lose money. But the, but the the issue is that the the entity that's supposed to oversee these regulations, they didn't look at the corporations. They looked at the people, and now we need to set more rules for the people who are manipulating it. When these people have always been manipulated, so that's why I said they turned Attention to traders with diamond hands. They call the folks who like holding on to the stock and not selling the stock. You know, we got diamond hands. We are gonna hold out. We are gonna keep you know keep pushing even if the stock you know decreases the money uh, for the capital for the stock or how much stock is worth it, it decreases. So we're gonna hold on. You got diamond hands. We gonna we, we gonna hold hold. We are gonna hold the line. And uh, you know they turn their attention to them. They looked at them like ah oh, no they're the problem instead of looking at it as a whole. They look at the people as a problem, not 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 the corporations who are. Or you know manipulating this, manipulating this yeah, stock, it's and it's supposed favorite. to be free trade, and people mm-hmm. are putting like these. Exactly, you know. So the giant corporations are used to something, and it's to play on GameStop. You know, quick to put a stop to the game when they have the losing hand. Mm-hmm. Giant corporations are used to stumping the little man. You know that that is that's literally the truth. We know how we know how that goes yeah. as as an everyday as everyday
0: commoner as they call us. Yeah. So. Definitely, man. Yeah, that was tough, man. That was a good one too. <laughs>
2: isn't the root of evil evil is people whose souls gets lost in power the power amps that ego here we go tapping about money hoes and steelo mimicking the but little wins people why you keeping it a hunt? and a million others uttering that fecal Then claim
1: my claim motherfuckers are sheeple so yeah man that that whole all that whole that whole of do just kind of kind of ran together because you know i i, I use the aspect of uh Money isn't the root of evil. Evil is people who sold this loss in power. The power amps their ego, because mm. you know, people say money is the root of evil, but I, I don't. I personally don't believe that. It's it's a it's the what money does to you. You know, you gain power, you lose yourself, mm. and then that ego. You lose yourself and your ego. And I'm a real big person of like not losing myself and my ego and how ego plays on us as human beings. So. You know, I kind of went into the aspect of saying like this, these people are this way because they have the power and they know they can manipulate. So that's why that's how they've been consumed to become evil. And we blame it on money, but that's not the that's not the root of the evil. The evil is. the Overemphasis of the ego. And how it makes you feel towards other people, mm-hmm. you know, they're not saying it. here we go. Stopping by money, hoes and stilo, because that's what we do. In and in we talk about bravado and we talk about hip hop music, we talk about our culture. It's the ego, yep. money, hoes, and steelo, you know, money, clothes, you know, material goods, mimicking a bigot and belittling our people by saying, hey, I make more than you make in a year, and I spending this, you know, like yeah. we just, we I still know. playing on that same yeah. aspect yeah. of, yeah. of yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, like, and that you less than me because of that. And I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, we still playing into the same aspect of, of, of that they want us to play to think that people are less than us because of that. And, you know, mimicking the bigot and belittling our people by saying these people are less than us. And uh, how you keeping it a hundred and a million others uttering that fecal then yeah. claim motherfuckers a sheeple. Like how you how you saying I'm I'm keeping it a hundred, you know, I I I'm I'm the realist, but everybody's saying that, that means you really not you, you just following a trend, exactly. you know, and that's that's why I feel like you following the trend and then, then you say everybody else is a sheeple, you know, because people like to use that now. You're sheeple, you follow you follow the trend and then you follow the trend. Like you say, you got the new bag, got the new Chanel, got whatever. You just it's just a whole it's a whole full circle. Yeah. Well we're manipulating and kinda of pointing pointing at each other and saying who's less than and, and then aspect of you know, media or whatever it is manipulate our mindsets to think that we're better than the next human being instead of being a better human being. So that's how that whole you know, those whole I think mean, it's like six seven bars kinda of went together. Gotcha. Over that. Emotional music, man, I like to make people feel something, you know, just putting words together, man. There's something beautiful about putting words together and poetry emotion. Connecting them. Yeah. <laughs> God
2: damn. What the fuck is going on? Another day in foggy bottom, man. What the fuck is going on? You know the revolution won't be televised. Televised. They'll tell televise a lies, system mediate our lives. Good God. What the fuck is going on? Another day in foggy bottom, man. What the fuck is going on? You know the revolution won't be televised. Televised
1: They'll tell a battle's lies, just to mediate our lives. Yeah, back when so, yeah, the hook. The hook, man. So I I know but a lot of people don't think uh, know that Foggy Bottom Foggy Bottom is uh, actually an area in D.C. It's I think it might be ten minutes away from the Capitol Building. And there's a lot of government entities that are down there. I think the the Department of Public Affairs is actually called Foggy Bottom. Mm. That's the nickname Foggy Bottom. So that's like two meanings when you talk about Foggy Bottom. All right, the area in D.C. Uh, then the, you know talking about the the public affairs and and the media aspect of it, and then we also talking about the aspect of feeling lost when you're in a fog or having clouded judgment. And we're at the bottom, as they say. Like you know, we talk about the hierarchy of who's supposed to be over us, or who govern over us, and how we are as people. We're at the bottom. You keep the name is so foggy. Bottom is. Is a double is a triple entendre. It has multiple meanings. So when you first look at it, you're like, oh, foggy bottom, yeah, you know, we it's foggy down here. We can't see what's really going on. Yeah. Then you don't know oh, it's it us, spot in DC, oh, is it a apartment? But you know it, all. it like it links. I like to I like to make my music kind of like <laughs> try to make it like a Jordan Peele movie, man. Listen to it, you know, you know, you gotta watch listen to it a couple of times to get you know catch all those little small things.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the funny thing is that Traders, man, Traders with diamond hands. It's also you know I, I, I miss that aspect of they. They portrayed them as like they were enemies. That's why I said they, uh turn attention to traitors of diamond hand propaganda said that they Taliban. Like they're equating them to like they was enemies. Like they really try to make these people seem like they were terrible, make the everybody uh think that these people were terrible people. And that's why I said traitors, but you also can think of the word traitors as traitors like somebody trading, you know, trading on you. Gotcha. So so it's got double meaning right there. Folks who might not have heard. No but man, yeah, I actually thought about the hook after I wrote the hook. After I wrote the first two verses, my bad. i don't uh, mean to speak of you, bro. Nah, you good. Um, but you know that you get you know start rambling, rambling here, guys. <laughs> rambling of a cloud ninja. James plug. Nah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but so man, you know I wrote the verses first, bro. I wrote the verses first, and then I wrote the hook, and I wrote the hook afterwards. um, based off based off of the beginning. Just fuck is going on, man. Another day in foggy bottom, man. Fuck is going wrong. We know the revolution won't be televised. televised. They'll televise those lies just to mediate our lives. Mm. Like, that's just self-explanatory, man. Like, we we always looking at the media and looking at the news like, bro, what the
0: hell is going on? What is it doing?
1: Yeah.
0: Every like, day. lost. We lost. Mm. <laughs> lost ain't a word. I mean, sheesh. We... Man. <laughs> sheesh. <laughs> was no to in, only opposition were the swindling
2: politicians who claimed opposition was because of Y'all don't
1: listen so what so hey oh i have a, i actually have a question when you heard that when you heard those bars those first you know you heard that intro because man that that when i was writing that man i was i was like i was feeling like i was in my bag like i was really like on some scribble No, no, like did it like did it invoke something?
0: Like did you like what, when you was listening? Did you hear Like you know, what what did you think when you when you heard those? So, <clears> talking about <throat> like for, from from now from the beginning of the song to now. Uh, just those bars in that that particular. Yeah, okay, that last that, that one so, now no pop the
1: pits in, you know, I, you know. Um,
0: I think like the I think the bar where you the opposition. What was the the line with the yeah. opposition? So it was back
1: back when I had back when there was no pot to piss in. My only opposition were the swindling
0: politicians who claimed opposition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I think it just resonated with the the um, the climate with the political parties going on, especially with like right now uh, mm-hmm. the internal fighting within the Democratic Party, the never ending, I guess, beef with the Republican Party. Um, yeah, and those two entities fighting amongst each other, fighting against each other, and amongst each other. Because, like you said yeah. earlier, um, quick to hop off the train, the Republican yeah. parties—they, yeah. you know, their, the Trumpers are are gone per se. I'll quote, I'll air quote that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's just like now they're they're fighting, you know, for fifteen dollar minimum wage, and people don't yeah. think that's. A level like why are we giving these people 15 dollars? they can make it off of seven dollars which is crazy yeah and then yeah the democratic party right now is saying well damn trump gave people that made more than seventy five thousand some cash why why all of a sudden is that you know too much now so it's just mm-hmm. the opposition within the parties and against the parties was is what I took from that line. Like it's so much going on with these political opposing political parties. Um and they're not even giving the people that don't have a pot to piss in yeah. capital to get them into affordable housing, to get them a livable working, a livable wage and stuff like that. So that's what I took from it. Yeah.
1: Now and and that and that's what what's funny is that whenever when I was writing that, it was like, because of like, exactly what you're saying, like everything that's going on now, but then you think about it, man, it still was always going on. Mm-hmm. Like it's never not have, has been going on, where it's been like, when well, I was even more extreme, of course, you know, you got, so, you got social media, and you got uh, uh, media constantly, place, like you look at CNN, and fuck, yeah, they playing two sides, man, and you're like, damn, well, I don't even know what's the real thing, so it's that opposition, but, you know, I was, I wanted to be that, that, what is that juxtaposition, when it's kind of like, it's, it's comparing to, it, it's kind of having like. You can see two sides of it, and it, in a comparison, um, because when I was writing, it, I was still thinking about what was going on today, yeah. but how I was feeling when I was young. So back when I was back when there was no pot to piss in, my only opposition, you know, mm-hmm. the only people who I felt like was opposing me more than people who was around me. If it was some, some uh, what a swindling politician. So you know, people were like I don't like politicians. It was the swindlers, the mm-hmm. people who you know. Who 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 continue to uh, manipulate? So the, the swindlers. So back when there was no oppos- No back when there was no pot. The piss in my only opposition. What a swindling politician! Who claimed our position? So who claimed our position?
0: Mm-hmm. Supposed to be working. Was for because us. of
1: lack of ambition.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like they always say, "Yo, black folks." They. they this, this narrative never went away. We can't make it the way where we want to go because we lazy, because we don't have the ambition, because we don't have the energy, because we don't have to drive. And we're like, man, we're the most, one of the most innovative driven cultures of this entire world. So how did you continue to tell us that we don't have the drive and ambition to be what we want to be? Like that is, that is that, piss, that pisses me off. Yeah. When we continue to make, you know, we make soul food out of shit food. <laughs> you know, we make hip hop blues, Um, jazz, country, arguably, you know, you can make whatever out of just you giving us what instruments you want to give us. We continue to make this. We make fashion. We make, you know, words out of, out of broken English. We continue to create, but we don't have the ambition. So for me, that's like, it was me writing that and feeling that like, because of lack of ambition, man, see y'all don't listen. That fire and desire to build is freakish when the legos missing. So that's actually a play on, um, what's my man, Rick James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rick James, man. Well, look, it went over people's head. I started <laughs> playing that to one of my homies. He's like, man, I would have never got there because, you know, you got Super Freak mm-hmm. and then you got Fire and exactly. Desire. So Fire and Desire, man, you know. So I was like, I was writing that with the Legos missing. It's like when you in that environment and you are driven, so driven, people are they already have diminished their their will to wanna want be better because they like they don't feel like there's no way out mm-hmm. so when they look at you saying I'm gonna be this I am gonna be that they like man that's, that's kind of weird to me that's like it's freakish it's almost like damn how are you gonna make it out of this especially when the Lego's missing because how you do you build with Legos yeah. so that fire and desire to build is freakish when the Lego's missing it's almost like man how are you gonna build something that you ain't you ain't got it, ain't got it. that sounds crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Yes,
1: sir. Wild. Yeah, man.
2: So the mission to arrest kitchen wasn't for me, so I could be another dance statistic. I'm too headstrong and being headlong. Get your head gone. I'd rather find Columbus's grave so I can this on it.
0: I I think it's that that's funny now too. It is it's super funny because. You know, you see these, uh, these textbooks portraying Columbus and and people Mm -hmm. are now starting to come around and be like, yo, people was here. You know, I've, (laughs) I've heard little kids now talking about like, yo, Chris, how did Christopher Columbus find America? And there was already people here. Like exactly little man. Exactly. (laughs) Little mama. Yeah. You, you right. You right. So, um, yeah, yeah. I don't need, (laughs) wow. So just to dance on his on his grave, like, dude, it's kind of like a nanny nanny boo boo. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. thought you found it, but nah, bruh. We was, people was here. We was here before you. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so absolutely, man. Yeah,
1: that the, again, that's that. That's that satire, but it's also that seriousness. Is this you know? It's disrespectful. You mm-hmm. it's disrespectful as hell to say I'm gonna dance on somebody's grave. Yeah, right. Uh, and I add contact to it post that line, you know, because I always, like I say, I, I'm not a person that's just gonna write controversy. Somebody's feeling to be angry, mm. frustrated at something I might be saying because there's reasoning behind why the way I feel that way. Even if you know you don't feel right the same, like these folks on the Capitol building, they felt like they were being right, and there's reason behind it. And and, and you know, not just I don't agree with them, obviously. I understand because, again, when it being manipulated, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't agree with it, right? So another thing I want to say, man, it's hard, really hard to say whip wrist, whip wrist. It's really hard to say. Whip, whip wrist. <laughs> so the mission to whip wrist in kitchen, mm-hmm. it's like you have to kind of take out the W. That's something that I'm learning about just writing and then like how something comes in my mind because I already mm-hmm. knew that part was going to be a bot. Mm-hmm. Cause after I started like writing and I was like saying the, the lyrics that told a mission to it written kitchen wasn't for me. So what could be, I already knew it was going to be, cause when I was, when I was in the, in the booth and I was going, I was like bopping when I was saying it. And then mm-hmm. I was just like too headstrong being headlong, get your head going. Like I knew that joint was going to be a bop. I knew that. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that last line I was, I'm like, I'm going to make this. And I don't know how it connect. Sometimes I know how stuff connecting my mind, but <clears throat> you no, know, just coming from that aspect of saying, uh, build a freakish, so the, cause the Lego's missing. So the mission to whip wrist in kitchen, cause folks gotta do what they gotta do, man. You know, if that's what you feel like you need to do to make, do them, to, to feed your family because you don't feel like there's n- any other aspect to go, you know, that's, that's, that's your own, that's your own mindset and that's how you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know, by all means, you know, <clears throat> consequence repercussions to everything that we do. You know, so folks had to find a different way, but for me, I, what, that wasn't what I was gonna do. You know, like my family, people around me that I knew, that's the way that they went. That's not the way that I wanted to do. I think how it affected the people around. You know, crackheads around. I remember one time, you know, had a crackhead. They glued his super glued his fingers together with a crack rock. You know, a crack rock in his hand. So he, if they pull it apart, he can get it. That, to me, that disturbs me. Even as a young age, I was like, man, like this is an old human. Yeah. You know, and that and that and that I didn't want to be a part of that. So and again, like you know, I'm not judging those folks who went that way, and they feel like that's the way that they wanted to do. But I, that's not what I wanted to do. So. I said that, you know, so the mission to wrist and kitchen wasn't for me. So I could be another damn statistic. I'm too headstrong and being headlong, you know, headlong is being reckless, being out of control. So mm-hmm. I'm too headstrong, being headlong, get your head gone. Everybody, anybody from our environments know that. You know, eventually, you know, the most reckless person that they, you know, is, is repercussions. Exactly. So I'd rather find Columbus's grave so I can dance on it. It was just still a reckless aspect of things. <laughs> But man, that dude, man, Christopher Columbus was a piece of shit, man nope and nobody can deny that, and that's it's just to me it's just you know its just amazing that we can continue to celebrate this human being as as somebody who is so great, you know, and that's why again I, I usually add context when I say something of that magnitude that's gonna invoke somebody's emotion, like, well, why would he say something like that? Why would he be so disrespectful um and then that's why you know the lines following
0: that kind of context to wow would say something like that gotcha. let's, let's let's see what you said. follow up that that
2: beast of the <laughs> <line. laughs> yeah so that
1: again context man Use used religious privilege on some sacrilegious shit. Ceded to rape and pillage the village of the indigenous. They gave him his own. They in a statue. So they told him the motherfuckers down because they had to. Bro, that's like, it's nowhere in the world where you say we're going to put somebody who was just malicious, was evil, raped, pillaged, destroyed your community, took your land, we gonna go ahead and erect them. We gonna erect the statue and give them a day for everybody in your country to celebrate. It's crazy. Nowhere in the world would they be happy and say, "Yeah, of course." I mean, they was ripping down a. It was a was it Gandhi statue? Um, where in Africa were they ripping out, taking down Gandhi statue because he yeah. had some
0: very bigoted, you know, yeah, viewpoint. I, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't all that of chips. he same, wasn't same exactly Teresa, same, it's the, the, yeah. the figures. They got a lot of and you, laundry. Yeah, There's a lot of yeah, a lot of it,
1: man. And it's like, you, can you blame them? Can you blame somebody for feeling that way? If you feel that way about me, and my people, and the way that we are, then well, then why should I celebrate you? Exactly. And it's it's the fact that we still call these people Indians. Yeah. Like this ain't India. You know, all the all the natives that I know want to be called by that tribe. You know, whether they're Comanche, whether they're uh, uh, Apache, where mm. they're Cherokee, you know they want to be called what their tribes are, but they're native. They're not Indian. They're not American Indians. The dude thought he was in India. How great of a, a navigator <laughs> are you? Are like I will go to where is he at Seville, Spain, or Dominican Republic? It's arguably where he where he's actually buried. But mm. you know, I had a friend who told me like that line was human really impactful because he went to uh, Spain and I think he went to Chris Columbus' grave. He was saying like it was it was uh, it was really that line took us him the most because when he was there, he was like, Man, I'm standing somewhere where a lot of Africans, um their fates were decided. And now I'm here. Yeah. And that's, you know, what even more that, that line even emphasizes on, like, yeah, like you said, na 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 boo boo, like we we here after you, you know, came here and you destroyed these people's land and now they're still, you know, to this day fighting to get back what's rightfully theirs and we continue to celebrate this human being. I feel like after the Spanish American War, bro, we should have Anything that had to do with that, man, we dying. took the dub, yeah. like, he should have been gone. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we we'll don't celebrate this dude. Like, he, this dude was a piece of shit. And so, for me, I couldn't, it couldn't really justify anything outside of, of of that emphasis on that. Because, again, it's just a manipulation. It's that it's that manipulation to say that this person is so great. We gotta celebrate him. And, you know, and then people don't want to let that go. And it's like, we ain't gotta forget history. You don't have to stop teaching about him in history. Yeah. But we have to be able, be able to say what He actually did. He tried to find India. He fell, fell upon his place. And he's like, oh yeah, the new world. But you know, I'm right. I'm righteous because I'm this religious background. So you less than me, you're a savage. And you manipulate these people. You manipulated them and you just, you know, destroyed their way of life. And you had a hand in it. Some type of conquistador. And we still celebrate them. And that, and that, that pisses me off. I think every year I write something about Curtis on social media like you know like man, I I ain't never go I ain't never gonna I ain't never gonna agree to you
0: can't you can not <laughs> ever <laughs> the word straight up, straight up. <laughs> see what you gotta from mental
2: slavery now we in the Tucson there's more mental than physical when speaking about law resistance rainbow coalition vibes bring change to our lives we're sick of the lies.
1: So yeah, man, that that same aspect of it, man, that uh deliver yourself from mental slavery. I mean, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. You already know that's that, you know, Robin Nesta, You know, uh that that that's an, it's, it's extremely important that we have to be able to see through the clarity of the fog, man. Like <clears throat> you know, there's more mental and physical when speaking about La Resistance. Uh I I say that at Martin and Tucson because uh, he was uh, when you know, come on, Martin Luther King, of course. But we're talking about Toussaint. He was the uh, leader of the the uh, rebellion in Haiti, mm-hmm. you know, successful uh, slave rebellion in Haiti. So I thought about the physical aspect of it because I mean, it's mental when he thought about that strategically, and they all thought about that strategically. What they were, they were the Maroons, right? I think that was the Maroons. Were, I'm not mistaken, so you know, if any you know, y'all can fact check me, but they were the Maroons, man. They you know, it, it emancipated itself from slavery physically and, and became an independent uh, country, the Haitians. Man, that's, that's, that's extremely powerful. Yeah. And every time Martin Luther King and, you know, his way of thinking, and he was a radical, you know, people don't like to think about it, but, you know, MLK was a radical, but yeah. Uh, it's his, the, the mental, to, to, to remove yourself from mentally from it, to say that I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be in this aspect of what you say I am and, and hold whole bar, and it's got to be the mental aspect, but it's got to be the physical. You know, of, of physically removing yourself from that. But got to be the mental. The mental is extremely powerful because first you have to think about mentally that I'm not aligning with this, what they say that we are, what I have to be. Sure. And that's why I say, you know, speaking that, um, we speak about La Resistance because you know his name is, of course, uh, French, French influence, and then La Resistance. You know, you, uh, you know. So I, I I talk about that aspect, trying to play on that French. I'm not a French. Speaker, so to say, but I tried to, you know, finesse that a little bit. And, uh, they rainbow coalition vibes, man. That rainbow coalition. We think about Fred Hampton, we think about rainbow coalition. And I know people haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah. extremely powerful, but I would say also just read up on Fred Hampton, man, to be that powerful at 21 years old and, uh, and, and be that mentally, mentally to be able to say like, okay, Hey, you poor, you poor and white. You know, I'm poor and black. You poor Puerto Rican. Mm. We we all going through the same struggle. The same thing. Yeah. Why are we fighting amongst each other? When we really are all going through the same thing. They're doing the same exact thing to us. They're coming in here, they're uh, abu- abusing us, they're brutalizing us, they're killing us they're doing the same aspect of every, to everything to everybody. And that's about that rainbow coalition vibe. He created that rainbow coalition vibe brings change to our lives. We got to all be on the same merit. If we want to push forward, That we really need change because everything is affecting everyone in this country. Exactly. Like it's not just, you know, of course it's affecting black people. Of course it's affecting um, uh, Hispanics and Mexicans. And of course it is affecting even the Asian Americans with, with everything that's going on with yeah, COVID. Yeah. You know, and them being, being targeted, like, of course, it's affecting everybody. So we have to be able to say, hey, like, I know we think that the way that the world or the way our country should go is different in different ways of life, walks of life. But when we talk about, um, was it Maslow's hierarchy of needs for human beings, what human beings need to feel that they, they're surviving or they're happy or that they have the, the need that they, they need as a human being uh, to, to, to be fulfilled everybody needs that, that doesn't, that doesn't be, that's not removed. So, that's why I felt that, end like, yeah, you know, we stick of the lives, we stick of that bullshit, y'all keep telling us, because we are more alike than we are different, but we just have a different opinion. It's just that ignorance of not being able to speak or not be able to talk yeah. uh, on the different scale of things. You know, and I'm not saying, me personally, I'm not a, I'm not gonna, uh, what is it, what's the right word saying? I'm trying to say? I'm not gonna, try to go out and find somebody who's a bigger than the racist and change their mind. I I I, I ain't I no you know, I apologize for being black and apologize for being here, but is there's people who don't feel that way but feel, you know, just ignorant because they only live in this this small, small circle. And that that's what Fred Hampton was able to do, is going to say, Hey man, like, hey, you ain't that different from me. You know, we we different, got different skin color, got different way of thought process. But hey, I believe in being able to write the bare arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe I should have food in my belly. I believe I should have healthcare. You believe that too, right? Yeah, okay. So we all that's dangerous. That's when you gotta take them out, you know, and that's why they that's why they murdered them. You know, they ain't neutralized murdered, they murdered him. They murdered him and, and, and drugged him. And it's crazy. No, that that's something that we gotta remember that we are more alike than we are different. And that's what I felt uh felt whenever I was writing this entire thing and just trying to have people evoke evokes an emotion. You know and maybe have conversations, being uh, maybe have us have, have some conversations without when I, you know, cancel each other out. Gotcha. So, yeah. definitely, be yeah, better, man, better, <laughs> better together, <laughs> you know. better together, man. Rainbow Coalition vibe, bring change to our lives, exactly. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. and just to fact check, you had the maroons, you, you was you was correct on that. I was right, yeah. okay, man. I was about to, <laughs> like, this dude, don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> My man. It, yeah, so yeah, man. What the fuck is going
2: on? Another day in Foggy Bottom, man, what the fuck is going on? You know the revolution won't be televised. Televised, televised, just mediate our lives.
1: Good God. Yeah man, that's it man. The end man is like I had, It's funny because the end I had just it just ride out the beat, but then my engineer he's the one who did this man. Shout out to Henrik man out there in Norway man. He he uh, engineered everything and he made that end man just stand out more like having that old school you know scratching in there and because I just had the it, it beat right now and I just had it like a eerie. I had like a <clears throat> the voice going like really low and then really high to emphasize like the eerie and the darkness, but I feel like what he did with the song by putting a scratch in there kind of made it a little bit more modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that's foggy Bottom, man. i say, man, everybody check it out it's on Spotify, it's on Tidal, Definitely. it's on Apple Music. You know, uh, I think right now we're at about 1,300 uh, streams on it, man, which I'm extremely proud of myself for that. Uh, man, I'm so, prou- yeah. I'm so proud of myself and I'm so happy. Thank everybody. Thank you so much for the support, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs> You're far too kind. You're far too kind. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, it's great to see support, man. Like, you know, you, you you the support, man, has been so so amazing. And I just love the the crowd of people in which I surrounded myself around, who surrounded myself around me and giving me this energy and, and who's been – keep pushing me. Because some people, when I finally put out, it was like – Finally, man, cause we've been waiting for years for you to put out the music. You know? So I'm like, yeah, man, I'm finally, I'm gonna keep it rolling, man. I'm gonna keep it moving. I'm gonna keep it pushing it. Yo, check it out, man. Check me out on the insta and Instagram, the real Graphy. Check me out on Facebook, Graphy on Facebook, tunes at gmail.com If you, you know, if you're a producer, if you want to do any any music together, man, like I'm all I'm all about it,
0: uh, man. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me, bro. For real, man, always. Let me always. break down. <laughs> Always, I <laughs> you know you're always welcome to the main line, bro. And uh, man, I'm, I'm like I said, man, I'm one. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean for for living out it's your dreams and, and getting that out there. I know there's a with everything going on in your in your personal life and work life. It's just inspiring to see you go to your craft. You know, and having time for yourself and doing your craft. So kudos to you, man. And you know, you know, I got to shout out Bree Love because. Don't just stop. You know, you gotta yeah. keep going. All the way. <laughs> that is hilarious, you know, man. Every time I hear that. You gotta keep
1: going. Gotta keep going. going. You gotta keep
2: going.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, if anybody hear this song and you have a different interpretation, that's one thing I've been picking up is that people have different interpretations, man. man. When you put the song out, you're like, this is what I was thinking when I was writing it. And then somebody's like, Wow, I thought about this? And I'm like, Wow. That's amazing. Like, music is amazing. Man. Yeah. Like, I love that I can make music and invoke some type of emotions or thought process with people. That's what I'm gonna always do, man. So, Killer B flow is next. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the Naruto, Seamus Club, and the Naruto, but Killer B, man, Killer B, and, you know, he's a little ninja That's in the okay, cloud, yeah. really. <laughs> he be rapping. So, Killer B flow is more of a bravado, mm. but, you know, it's still got that. It's still, you know, I always gotta keep it. I always gotta, you know, keep it black, man. So, you know, it got some, some references in there to some of our pioneers but killer killer beef flow is fire man for real so killer B flow comes out uh in the march man nice. so in the march go to the socials again check out the socials i'll have everything on there this time everything will come out the same time on all streaming platforms Because you know i'm still learning about my distro yes. my distributions and everything man it's nice. a lot of it's a in, lot to put indie. out music that, that indie life. man <laughs> <laughs> that indie life, man. I'm like, damn, I need a <laughs> manager
0: <laughs> Straight up. For real, up, bro. Up. Yeah, man. Yeah, we definitely gonna put all your um all your handles, all your social media platforms, emails, all that stuff on the on the episode. Um, so people can find you uh easier. And um this yes, yeah, my listeners around the world, make sure you give that a listen, man. Graphy, like I said, on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Google, all that jazz. So, yes, take sir. a look, look for it. Put your notifications on. Get that ding when, when he got a new track up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So definitely going to uh, support my brother from another mother, man. yeah third you know, Last Appreciate words, it. man. Say to the people. Man, just, hey, just, you know,
1: keep having conversations, man. Definitely. Keep having conversations and just reach out. Like I said, man, email me, message me. Uh, let me know what you think about the music. You know, I'm I'm, I'm really passionate about writing and uh, trying to trying to write something that's meaningful. I, I barely write write stuff that's just you know yes. just me talking about uh, material stuff, man. Yeah. I, it's usually just in vocal. I try to make it a bop though too. You know, gotcha. try to make it something you can listen to and just ride around and listen to, but also like hey hide that what I say hide that medicine in the candy man. Yeah. It's gonna gonna make you think so. I appreciate it. Everybody, check it check it out, man. Hit me up again, man. Thanks, man. Thank the Mainline. Had to come, had to come through the breakdown, Mainline. Oh, main
0: line. I it. oh so, yes, sir, yes, sir, good God, All right, my brother. We out. Thanks for listening to the Mainline Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, so you don't miss future shows. Follow us on IG and Twitter for updates. Have a great week, and we we'll see you next time. We out.